You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today on the show, the great Leroy Butler is on the program. The future Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Famer. He should already be in. It is ridiculous that he is not already. Multiple safeties who were just flat out not as good as him are already in. It is a joke that he is not already in the Hall of Fame. We're not even going to talk about it. I'm going to take it as understood that this is true, this is a fact, and I'm not even going to make him defend himself because he shouldn't have to. He should be in. So, without further ado, let's get to my conversation with the man himself, the legend, the inventor of the Lambo Leap and of Leap Vodka. Don't forget that one. The great number 36, Leroy Butler. Leroy, thanks for coming on Locked on Packers. Awesome to be with you. I want to start, we're going to talk about the Packers currently in a little bit, but let's go in the Wayback Machine, right? 1996 and even, you know, 95, 97, those were some awesome Packers teams. And I was thinking about the personalities on those teams. I mean, you had Reggie White, Frank Winters, Brett Favre, Edgar Bennett, Dorsey Levins, Wayne Simmons. You had some wild cards. Yeah, And I just like, tell me what it was like to be in that locker room every day. Cause it must've just been a blast. Well, Peter, it really was. I think for me though, I, I was a guy that like, I was real nosy. <laughs> I like to like, like know what you're doing. Like, okay. Why did they call you bad moon rising? Where does that come from? It <laughs> sounds like a poker name, right? Like this guy will always put his chips in. So like we had a lot, we did have a lot of personality, but it fit because everybody knew their role. And one of them was Desmond Howard, who was a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, and it's just, a, I appreciate you having me on because it's the 25th anniversary yep. of us going to the Super Bowl. So this interview is, is very relevant because you had a guy that understood that when I entered the building, all my problems are outside. Mm-hmm. So when you're inside that building, you swipe your key card, it turns green, one team, one dream. And I really wanted to know from Desmond, you know, because I was reading all this stuff, did you really want to play receiver? Did you really, I mean, how was it, I mean, knowing you you was this great return guy, but they kind of pigeonholed you. You find that out with these personalities. And I think that's the reason why we won. And I used to look forward to every day. My locker mate was um, Gilbert Brown for like eight years. And we would talk about that. We would sit back and say, you know what? One day somebody's going to write a book or a movie about these personalities. Because it's different from teams. You can have a team, but we got guys that are go zero to 100 like that. 
But on the field, nope, I'm about the G. So I just think that we had so many great guys that understood we're going to do something that was pretty remarkable because it was 30 years from the last championship. So right. that season was very – it was amazing because it, it did drive out the personalities. It feels like, too, that you you probably at times needed some of that because, you know, you lose Robert Brooks, what, the first month of the season. Antonio Freeman breaks his arm. You guys had a ton of injuries that season, and you won games with, you know, Don Beebe out there making plays, and, and the defense had to cobble some things together. The offensive line, you have to bring in Bruce Wilker. Like, there's a lot of adversity that you guys had to overcome on the field. Was there a certain point where you were just like, man, I don't know. No, 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 because Coach Holmgren wouldn't let us feel that way because I remember we lost George Koontz. Mm. That, that's, that's like my brother. All of my brothers, but you have your favorites. Yeah. Don't tell them I said this stuff. Okay. The this is just between you and I, Leroy. Yeah, yeah, no one. The other million people, they don't worry about it. <laughs> but Ron Cox, he played for the Bears. Yeah. He came in, we accepted him. Jim McMahon was our backup. We accepted him. So it was just like, be prepared. And he, we, the third string was on the team. I remember a name people at the Google, Lamont Holliquest. Mm -hmm. Roy, our special teams. He was an awesome special teamer. It's a difference maker. And I said, you know what? You're right. Because at the time, we were number one offense, defense, special teams. It's the little guys that people may not know that don't maybe get their autograph. It was the reason why we won that year. And we used to laugh about games the three times we lost. And we would joke about it. Fred Sherman didn't think it was funny, but it was funny because we had him <laughs> laughing. And we would get the little pointer like, look at this guy just pancaking you. What are you doing? So we knew it was humor. But Mike Holmes would let us, never let us get to like mentally. He would always work on us mentally. Okay, that game's over. We wouldn't even watch the tape. It's done. Let's move on. And say, no, let's make some corrections. No, 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 no. You're good enough to overcome that yourself. Let's get moving. So first, second, or third string, when you enter that field, you're a starter. So that was brilliant. Because coaches are therapists. They really are. They're therapists. How do you get a guy from 21 to 31 think the same? Mm -hmm. And you tell them the same message. No, like Brett Favre, Reggie White, Leroy Butler, not above the team. We're with the team. And that's how it works. So, you know, you're talking about the culture, really, of, of that team. And, and Mike Holmgren setting expectations, all that stuff. We heard a lot about. Matt LaFleur coming in and resetting the culture. Yeah. And, and even Aaron Rodgers had talked about, had past tense, talked about uh, the importance of player-led culture and how important that was. And, and everyone feels like the last two years there, I mean, they're having fun. They're, they're empowered. Yeah. Explain what that, when you have a player-led culture, can you explain what that means? Well, that's a great question. And um, it's almost like, I, okay, I had a divorce, which most Americans. When the new mom comes in, 
there's going to be some differences. <laughs> right. That new mom is Mike Holmgren, because Lindy Infante was the mom. We thought we would have her forever, but things happened, so mom and dad had to split. The kids, you don't choose. It's just two birthdays and two Christmases. Right. When the new mom comes in, your stepmom or your stepdad, you love them the same, but she wants a new couch. Okay, fine. She wants new draperies. Fine. That Bart Star picture, put it in the cafeteria. Because every time <laughs> the guys eat, I want them to see what a champion looks like. So when the new mom comes in, the, the kids, which are the players, are like, okay, now how is this going to work? Because we do still love our mom, which is, you know, could be McCarthy. Because Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP, put up these number championship. But the new mom, the new father, Matt LaFleur, he has to set precedent on something new. Mm-hmm. So when Homeroom came in, I, Peter, I didn't know who he was. Right. And I would bet you. Now, I, I wouldn't ask these guys on your show. Do you know who Matt LaFleur was when he got the job? Some of the guys probably said no. We we know he was in Tennessee, but his offense was ranked for 25th. I, he wasn't a guru. I mean, I know he worked his way around, but he's a young guy. But when Holmgren came in, he had even, he did win a championship with San Francisco. He had a ring. Mm-hmm. But he would never wear it around us because he didn't win it with us. Again, really? the mental health and the psychology and the therapy. I don't want to just show off what you guys all No. That's what San Francisco. I'm here. So when you say players, now the parents are gone. Mm-hmm. And you're my brother, but you're the oldest. You have to babysit us. So when we step out of line, Peter's going to tell mom and dad what Leroy, Brett, and Reggie did. We'll get a chance to explain. But the biggest thing, when you're gone, when the parents are gone, are my kids being taken care of? Zadarius Smith is that guy. Mm-hmm. Mercedes Lewis. Those, these are grown men that until the Aaron Rodgers thing gets fixed, I'm going to keep everybody together. For us, Reggie White, myself, Brett Farr, Wayne Simmons, because you got to have some young people in there. Right. Oh, we know how to run a locker room. It was some issues. Now, it wasn't social media back then, full disclosure, but it was some issues that will never get out that could probably wreck a team. We fixed it in-house. So the player felt like, you know, I'm not getting judged. I made a mistake, but we fixed it. It was nothing illegal, just like silly stuff. You'll tell me when I write the book, right, Leroy? (laughs) Allegedly. You know, guys (laughs) get in fights and stuff like that, and that can separate your team. Right. Where the parents know that you're fighting, check, please. I got to go check on my kids. <laughs> Homer never felt he had to do that. He knew the code. So we had a committee. Right. Real quick. We had a committee of six guys. And that committee would go tell the coaches, okay, we need this. We need that. You know, we like haircuts. We don't want to drive to Milwaukee. They had the guy come up from Milwaukee to cut our hair. Okay. We like soul food. Great. We have soul food brought in. We like Italian food. Great. We like Greek. Whatever you want. Just play football. 
That's why the team has won 13 games back-to-back. And you know what? Even if Jordan Love plays, Peter, it's a pretty damn good team. They ain't going to go to 4-12. and 12. Now, regardless of how he is, they're going to be in games. Now, of course, you want him to play well. But again, when the coaches are not around and Aaron's not around, this is the young king we need to bring up. Right. Because Doug Peterson and uh, all the backups, y'all stay ready. Now, I know Brett has never missed a game, but stay ready. So that's why it worked. We're going to get back to Leroy in just a second, but before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the place to take on all of that sports knowledge that you have and use it to make some money. Before the next pitch, we got baseball coming at you. There's more NBA Finals. Bucks even up the series 2-2. Fear the deer. We've got plenty of fights, UFC and MMA. Golf, it's the British Open this week. Go to Bet Online and get set because they've got so many opportunities, so many different kinds of ways for you to make some money. And right now, when you use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That's promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Do you like, we could do six shows just on Brett Favre. Um, but do, do you have just like early, early with him? Mm-hmm. Do you have a memory of like, damn, who is this guy? Like he is that like the, just the talent sort of jumps out at you or maybe it was the personality. What was the first indelible moment that you had with Favre? Don't be using big words. And don't <laughs> State. Now he walks in. Now, now remember not come from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Most guys come in these locker rooms, Peter, they don't know. See, I never had to – well, Haley, I played for one team. But when you go in a different locker room, you don't know these guys. Now, I played against him at Florida State when we uh, – at Southern Miss. Right. And they actually beat us. So I knew kind of who he was and the talent. But when he came in, he adapted with everybody. You had some African-Americans over here playing spades. You had some of the white guys over here playing backgammon. You had some of the young kids playing, the rookies playing Sega Genesis and Atari. <laughs> go with that one. And then you had some guys over there want to hunt. You know, they got blood, deer blood on their boots and talk about hunting. And then you have a, a, a little small pocket. I just want to be left alone. Leave me alone. And then you have some religious guys, you know, they got the Bible out of heaven, Bible study. He adapted with everybody. He wasn't coming in to take Dom Couch's job. Right. He was letting you know that if something happens, I got it. I'm your guy. Win, lose, or draw. I could be a backup. I could be a starter. I'm your guy. So that's why I worked. So like to me, that, that is why these Jordan love reps are so crucial. Him getting the, those training camp yes. opportunities. Cause it's different yes. when Aaron Rodgers is in the building. Yes. When, when Jordan love, when all eyes are on 10, then they're, they're holding you to a little bit of a different standard, right? Oh yeah. Whenever you got the red Jersey on, we're going to look at you differently because we look at red. I know it. Some people can say it means stop, like don't tackle him. But to me as a defender, that's the guy that's going to be a leader. By actions, 
not so much words, because Reggie White was the word play guy, mm-hmm. as was Charles Woodson. So Aaron can just play. So with Jordan Love, he's going to be just like Aaron. He got to pick up the pieces of the fan base of splitting. So all he has to do is just play, show up on time and play. But the leadership qualities, he he's going to have to develop those skills. And I think this is the perfect locker room for that. Because, hey, if Aaron doesn't come, you got to be ready to go. If he does come, you keep developing. It usually takes two or three years anyway. But I think he's ready. You know, the good thing about Jordan Love, he he wants a challenge. He looks forward to the challenge. And he's the one guy I think can handle it mentally of Aaron Rodgers fans not being okay with him taking, his, you know, getting his job. He can handle it. He'll be fine. So, like, let's just get to the elephant in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you ho- hold on to your leap bottle bottles really quick. Just make sure that we don't want those to smash. <laughs> so we don't, we still don't know as we sit here in mid July, if Aaron Rodgers is going to, is going to report to training camp. And what I think is really interesting is we have media members on one side saying he doesn't want to be there. He's out. And then you have guys he's played with, guys he's close with, guys like A.J. Hawk and and James Jones and John Kuhn saying, no, I think this can get worked out. I think he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to hold out. You can say as much or as little about like whatever information that you have on that. But just like from from the outside looking at it, what has been sort of your feel from the start about how this all came to be? Well, I think a lot of it. Uh, it's been like an EKG machine. It's been up and down. Because <laughs> the way I felt in January, you may not feel that way in July. Right. I, I really think a portion of him really didn't want this to get out. But I really think that even if you go all the way back to the Jordan Love pick, um, the Green Bay Packers, they, I mean, they've come back on a lot. Hey, maybe we should have called. Him. You know, and then I allegedly they flew out to meet with him. You would think when I fly to meet somebody, I'm flying back with an answer. Mm-hmm. And then when they didn't make his um, signing bonus or roster bonus, a signing bonus, well, they, there's no guarantee they paid you that money. And now you're thinking, okay, everything is fine. Then the draft happens. I said, okay, let me sit back and watch this. Because when you went through the Brett Favre thing, but Brett retired. Mm-hmm. That gave the Packers an out. Right. You know, hey. So we don't have to do anything. He's gone. So when Brett tried to come back, well, wait a minute. I already given given your car to the other teenager. I can't take him back. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, you just can't. You either buy him a new car or you got to go to grandma's house. Right. They shipped it to grandma's house. So that opens it up. So in other words, now he's saying he's going through a mental health thing, uh, mentally trying to get his hair right. Now I think that, Peter, he's trying to figure out a way to apologize and say, okay, maybe I contributed to a little bit and I didn't like these things, but I probably should have handled it differently because the team already said they should have handled it differently. Right. So now it's almost like having an argument in two ways. You have an argument with your wife and, and she's telling you you're right, but you're still mad. Blah, blah, blah. Honey, you're right. You're right. Then... You sit back. Sometimes and think, that oh. does make you more mad, though. 
Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's why you're not getting answers. So you get right. what I'm saying. Why is she telling me I'm right? Right. Saying that just for me to be quiet. Right. Or am I, do she really think I'm right? But we both therapist, might get in trouble now, Leroy. Hey, no, it's okay. My wife used to me. <laughs> but a therapist will tell you it don't matter. You got the answer that you wanted. Accept it. Right. He's not ready to accept it. But now he's thinking about, you know what? Maybe I should have just said, hey, listen, here's some things I didn't like. Fine. There's no guarantees. I have a contract. I'm going to honor it. I'll be there on the 27th. Do like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson said, man, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I never wanted to be traded. I never wanted to pick the players. I mean, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Whenever you have an argument, sometimes you say things you really don't mean because he never wanted Gouda to conspire allegedly. Right. They're not going to fire. Or you me. say things that you mean that you that you maybe wish you didn't mean sometimes. And you're just oh, like. Oh, man, you preaching now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You do when you find out that I want a divorce because you're cheating. That was my cousin. Oh, well, maybe I don't want a divorce. So you say this, this. So I think people needed to give Aaron some space to feel these ways, but they weren't. They weren't an answer. I think you're getting close to an answer now because the one people, the kids, the players, they're sitting back watching like, what's going on? Are you with us or you're not? Or do like Julio Jones, look into any camera, DM, tweet, I want out. I can't take it no longer. I'm done. At that point, the Packers should trade him. If he asks for a trade, give it to him. Because you don't need that hanging over you. Trade him for whatever. Just That way you're sending a signal to Jordan Love and Blake Broyles and these guys. We're rolling with you guys. Whatever the results, we'll live with it. One more break to talk to you about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I got another message from someone today. Hey, I finally took your advice and I got the Built Bars. These things are amazing. And you might not believe me. If you've heard these reads before, you're probably saying, no, people don't actually say that. Well, Guess who knows I'm telling the truth about that? All of the people who have tried them and loved them, and that is basically everyone. All their bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are delicious. They're easy on your stomach. I had someone point that out to me the other day. Some protein bars can make you feel like you just ate a brick. Built Bar is not like that, but they are high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. And... The best part, they taste amazing. They taste so good. The best tasting protein bar ever. Right now, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I think that's the game of chicken that the, that the front office is playing with Rodgers right now. Yeah. I, I think because I, I do think they would trade him if he said, trade me. Yeah. But they're basically daring him to say it. And they know he doesn't want to because he cares about his relationship with the fans. He cares about his place in history. He doesn't want to piss off Packer fans. And then this new fan base is like, it's like we're going to keep the relationship metaphors, right? If you start dating <laughs> yes, someone, yes, if you yes. start dating someone that cheated on their last relationship with you, why mm -hmm. do you trust that person now to be faithful to you? 
Facts, all facts. So he, I, I really don't think he wants to immediately piss off two sets of fan bases. I want to, I want to finish with this. I'm not going to ask you about the hall of fame. You deserve to be in. I don't, it's not even a question anymore. Um, and you shouldn't have to defend it. You should be in, um, that, uh, unless you want to, but I'm not going to make you, I want to ask you about your, your latest venture mm-hmm. with the vodka leap vodka. What made you want to go into that? I like doing different stuff. And I remember getting a call in the pandemic. Um, Chad Greenway played for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And in the pandemic, it was rough for a lot of companies. And he was saying, man, I call business doing pretty good. So Gray Duck reached out and said, I said, I'll do it if I'm part owner and I can name it. And they said, okay. I said, well, I'm in. And now we're all over the state. Uh, we're in every pick and save in the state of Wisconsin. I mean, it's gluten-free, sugar-free, all that kind of stuff. But you don't have to sell alcohol to people in Wisconsin. Mm-mm. It's just that you just have to have a good catchphrase or good marketing. And I think doing podcasts like yours gives you a different audience. Yeah. Not only I want to help you, but I want to help other people say, you know what? I was watching and I saw... And I heard about this leaf vodka. Let me try it. Because our slogan, if you try it, you'll like it. And I think the biggest thing that I'm so proud of, that my fans, I have the best fans, because they know I'm a certain person that I don't even drink, but can help you drink, though. Mm-hmm. You drink ain't got nothing to do with you. Know, you don't have to be me, but you can still enjoy something. And not to mention, we help every time somebody purchases a bottle, we donate a portion back for Friends of Autism, which my son is a special needs uh, student. And so I love that. I love being part of the community because this is a part of the fan base, Peter, that I've never engaged because I didn't drink and I didn't smoke. I didn't hang out at bars. I didn't do that. But it's a whole new world of grown men and grown women without the kids that can do something. So I'm very proud, very, very proud of it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get you in trouble is who, whose product is better, your vodka or Charles Woodson's whiskey. Well, it's two different things. I know, but mine is better because it's gluten-free and sugar-free. So the diet folks drink right. all you want. And no hangover. The, the sugar is the key exactly. with the hangover. Exactly. With what's is on, you may put on a few pounds. <laughs> and you may be feeling like you got a headache. This day, right. man. Smooth. The wine, though, the wine is apparently good for you. The antioxidants, a glass a day, it helps apparently. Health benefits. Yeah, some guy made that up. That don't <laughs> <laughs> There's room for everyone. There really is. Exactly. So and my wife actually loves his wine. Good. Good. I I I uh I haven't I haven't tried it yet, but but Charles, feel free. I'll send you my address. I'll take some. Um oh, we can hook you up. But mine is very affordable too. Well, and that's important too. Every every all the liquor is affordable in Wisconsin. I don't I don't know like how that is. Uh, as someone who has lived in New York for a decade, um, it, it's crazy. But no, it's true. It, it is affordable. Uh, let me just get your sort of top line uh, prediction for the team. Let's say Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up. Okay. I think he will. Okay. Let's say he doesn't. You said you think this team is going to be still be good with Jordan Love. So what is what is the team look like with Jordan Love at quarterback this year? 
Yeah, I may be in the minority, but I'm a very optimistic guy, and I believe in Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur will never, Peter, get what he deserves because Aaron is a quarterback. If they mm-hmm. win a Super Bowl, when they win a Super Bowl, it'll say Aaron Rodgers did it. Just like a lot of people split Tom Brady or the hoodie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think you could – you don't, you shouldn't have to pick. Right. But people found out how good New England was when Tom Brady left. They weren't very good. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this: with 17 games now, and you only really got to win eight to get into the playoffs, the Packers with Jordan Love can win nine to ten games. They're just that good. They're top ten defense, and the offense. I mean, they got the best receiver. You know, Devontae said, "Just throw it to me." They got a top five running back. When Bakhtiari come back, they got a top offensive line. He has everything he needs to succeed. So I think they will be very good. Awesome. This was very good. Thank you so much for taking the time. People, please check out Leap Vodka and uh, would would love to get you back on. Oh, that's a slam dunk. We got a part two, three, four, and five. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. As soon as I get in the Hall of Fame, I'll be putting you on that long <laughs> list. There we go. Right. There we go. Hey, I haven't gotten him on yet. Take it easy. He's coming, Peter. Calm down. But no, I'll hook you up. No problem. I want to thank Leroy for joining the show. Today's episode is also brought to you by Locked On Today. Get the latest and greatest in the big news of sports. All of the stories you need to know to get set for your day in sports in under 20 minutes on the Locked On Today podcast. I am your host. A little different than Locked On Packers, but still a lot of fun. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We're going to be back next week. Going back full-time as we preview training camp. I told you we were going to have more interviews. Y'all didn't believe me. We got Leroy Butler on the show today. Come on now. So follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.